Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the host of Work Party, a podcast for ambitious women looking to create and cultivate the career of their dreams. Work Party is paving the way for a new generation of women, women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. Every Wednesday, we bring in leading female powerhouses for real talk and BS-free advice on building your business. You'll hear from female founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so many other badass ladies. Are you ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Then tune into Work Party, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Cody. Hey. Oh, are we? Are we? Is it official now? Yeah. We're going. Okay. Hey. Cutie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Good. Welcome to my show. Thanks for having me. I know last time we were on a bed. We were. That's how I meet a lot of people for the first time. I know. I don't know about you. You I'm trying to remember if you had a boyfriend then. Mm, Did I? No. We were broken up at the time. That was during the hiatus. Oh, yeah. Because I think you were in your like. Single slut era. Yeah. Yeah, That sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you're not anymore. No, we've rekindled, gotten and, back together. And moved in. And moved in. you called it your apartment. Yeah. That's like a big, big thing. I know. Thing. We kind of like started back where we were. Like we were about to do that. So it was kind of How just long like, were you dating before? Four years. Four, four years. years. Oh, now wow. it's five. So now. With a hiatus. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Wait, like how long was a hiatus? Six months. Okay. And then you got back together. Mm-hmm. We did long distance for like six months. How old is he? That's a great question. He's about to be 33. 33. About and you're to be 30, 36. 36. Which we love in this podcast. 36? People, the age 36? Yeah. I love. Or an or age I, gap. Like, <laughs> it's not a gap. <laughs> I love people that are in their 30s. Plus. Yeah, we love you that. You know, if someone comes on my show and they're 22, I'm like, you gotta that's go. the door. You don't have enough that's life experience. Door. Yeah. 
Fair I can't enough. have that here. You Fair know? enough. Yeah. And I love that you do. Some would say. You're a man of the world. A man. A man of the world. A full man. Wait, so now you're living together. Yeah. Does that mean like this is the one? I think so. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm also just your... someone who takes things very slow. Like there's no rush. There's no rush to like, we waited a long time to even move in together. Yeah. Like a marriage and stuff will happen when it's right. So like we'll have that conversation. I don't know. I've always thought about that. That's weird. Like, I don't know. Who would take that on themselves? Yeah. Yeah. I think here's my thing with what I feel like every couple should do is yeah. like I feel like you should have a conversation about getting but married. But then there's no surprise. I think that's fine. Yeah, you're okay with no surprise. Yeah, I th- because I think marriage is more about see how commitment you are? and love and see, maturity than like oh my god this moment that I got surprised like yeah you're right. I think you should have a conversation like hey I'm digging you I see a life with you do you think you would want to marry me yeah. yeah and then like you know you it's not like the next day you whip out the ring yeah maybe six months a year from then you're like now we do it and there's still that element of surprise wait how good for your branding that you're back together because you have this book coming out. I know I mean well either way you could either <laughs> you could go either way with it XOXO Cody yes and it is like dating yeah it's, advice kind of relationship yeah. stuff well the title is XOXO Cody take a nice deep breath okay <laughs> an opinionated homosexual's guide to self-love relationships and tactful pettiness I gotta get as much practice as I, I can know, for really that title do. and take deep say, breaths. Are you gonna say take a moment every time before you say <laughs> possibly, that? You're gonna possibly. Have to. Wait, maybe what's the last line and what pettiness? Tactful pettiness. Okay, explain that one to me. Tactful pettiness. That is kind of like, you know, I'm so known for being brash and saying things up front yeah. and telling it like it is. And I feel like you know when Beyonce says like the best revenge you can get is your paper? It's like, yeah, you wanna be petty, but like do it with like honesty and truth and in a way that doesn't like take away your dignity or shows the cards that you have. I saw this TikTok recently that I feel like defined tactful pettiness the, the best way possible. Yeah. And I don't know if this is an actual true story, but if it is, it's perfect. Yeah. It was this woman who married an older guy and she signed a prenup, but she signed the prenup in like invisible ink or ink that like erased after time so they like went back when they wanted to get a divorce and like so the prenup was like void and so she got half the money and i was like that itself is tactful pettiness Ah. like it's petty but you did it right baby do you feel like that's your secret sauce uh i don't think that's my secret sauce but i think that's part of the maybe it's mine it's part of the part of the recipe part of the recipe i feel like the book is more about self-love and loving yourself through your flaws and your traumas loving yourself enough to know your worth love yourself enough to love yourself date yourself know yourself before you jump into any relationship Mm. and so i really feel like i go through a lot of my stories some that are super deep and serious but also the duality of like who i feel i am is through like levity and purpose and having fun and laughing at ourselves most importantly did you always love yourself no i feel like i didn't really start this journey of self-love and i talk about in the book really until a, a breakup like my last serious boyfriend probably like six years ago where I really started to go to therapy and I started to meditate and I started to really sit with myself and my crazy and my thoughts and like you went really due to the breakup like you were in a bad yeah space. I was like in such a bad space mm. and I like was in so much pain that I really had to like 
go through it and that was a really big process but that was I think it's an ongoing process of self-love yeah but I think that was the genesis of like my relationship with myself which sounds crazy right like where were you yeah like 26 (laughs) in New York City and like just now starting a relationship with ourselves I don't feel like a lot of us have that well, I think that's why when I said before, like, I'm so happy you're 36. Mm-hmm. That's part of what I mean. Yeah. Like, you showed already in the few minutes that we started why. And I'm not saying if you're 20, if you're 20, I'm jealous. Like, live your life. <laughs> have fun. I fucking love it. But I do think there's something about turning 30 and getting to know yourself, mm-hmm. knowing exactly that relationship, listening to yourself. I was mm-hmm. just giving that example. I did a podcast right before this and I was like, I used to do things that had no reason. Yeah. Like everyone got like a vodka cranberry. I got a vodka. Yeah. Like I didn't like vodka. Why am I not doing what I want to do? I don't know myself. What am I drinking? It's the, and now it's, I'm that girl that's like, do I want the tequila? So do Like I'll take the time to decide on the fucking drink I want mm-hmm. and I'm not going to just get something. Because somebody else is. Right. Or do something because somebody else is. Or doing. because like that's, yeah, that's what everyone's doing. You know? I love that. So I, I love that you got this relationship with yourself at that age. And I think that is normal, though. Yeah, I think the 20s are a good time to be messy, make mistakes, be a dumbass. Yeah, I think your 30s. I feel like any time that I hear that someone's turning 30 and they're like, oh, I'm turning 30. I'm like, no, baby, like your 30s are amazing. amazing. You know yourself. You are more in tune with who you are. And hopefully you have more money because your 30s can be like as messy or as fun as your 20s with money. Yes. You know? Yes. Hopefully. Okay. So you are Gemini. Uh, yes. Which made so much sense <laughs> to me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm a Gemini, too. Oh, yeah, when's your yeah. birthday? May 31st. Okay, she's a May Gemini, right on the cusp. Right on the cusp. I so, know. But for men, like, okay, so women. Are you about to ask me, like, where I was born and what time? No, I don't okay, fucking know great. that okay. <laughs> I just always thought that, like, women Geminis are, mm-hmm. like, fun, quirky, like, all those things. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know if I'd want to be in a relationship with a male Gemini. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like men, at least straight ones, get like a bad, maybe it comes out differently for like a straight. I mean, male I, I, I would say I'm probably a lot to deal with. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I, I can see that. But do you have like patterns in relationships that are difficult or? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I've learned to undo them and I'm still learning to undo them. Yeah. I feel like just in the same way that personal therapy has helped me figure out who I am. Yeah. Me and my boyfriend are doing couples therapy right now because I feel like when we got back together, we were like, listen, we want to do this right. We don't want to just jump into this. Like speaking of patterns, like let's figure out what wasn't working. Let's fix that. Let's let's learn to communicate better. Let's learn to understand each other better. And I feel like that's me trying to like through the reflection of the relationship trying to figure out my bullshit and what i'm bringing to the table and do better with i love that yeah what a mature decision yeah for sure was it yours no it was ours like no it's just that like i'm such i i'm a firm believer in therapy and interesting enough i think there's i learned that the stigma from therapy is such bullshit once i started going to therapy and how beautiful it can be yeah i think on the same spectrum or same space there's all this stigma against couples going to therapy of right. like, okay, like, oh, they must you must be, be doomed. Like, yeah. what is the problem? Like, yeah. just the same way that you're learning to develop yourself when you go talk to your therapist, I think that couples doing the same thing. You're right. You guys, stop everything. Stop everything you're doing right now. 
And I'm here to remind you about each and every. Each and every is my new favorite natural deodorant. And if you're not using a natural deodorant, what are you doing? That's like the first step. Literally, each and every safe ingredients, high quality, ethically sourced. I love each and every, but I also love it because it's actually good. Like it works. I saw this meme that was like, girls, it's 100 degrees, like throw out your natural deodorant, get the real stuff. This is not true about each and every because it actually works. And I was in Israel this summer in a thousand degrees and I never smelled never ever. My favorite scent is the cedar and vanilla. It's so freaking good, but they also have a bunch of other flavors like rose and vanilla, which anything with vanilla I love, lavender and lemon, coconut and lime. We got all the scents, all the flavors. I love it. They also have an amazing body wash. Just everything smells so good and feels so good. And I love that each and every's natural deodorant goes on clear. It doesn't stain my clothing. A lot of natural deodorant feels like grainy. This feels good when you put it on. I'm just obsessed and you got to try it to really understand what I'm talking about. So pick up each and every in a store at Ulta or have it delivered right to your door using my special URL, com slash not skinny. Right now, my listeners can save 15% off your online order when you use my special promo code NOTSKINNY. For 15% off, go to eachandevery.com slash NOTSKINNY and use promo code NOTSKINNY. Hi, I'm sorry. My name is Amanda Hirsch. Uh, My best friend is Jennifer Lopez, and all we do is drink to Lola together and sit by our joint Hamptons house. Okay, I got a little carried away because Delola is making me feel... Like I'm part of the J-Lo crew. J-Lo is my icon. J-Lo is who we all want to be at. I was going to say at 50, but I'd love to be J-Lo right now and my 35-year-old self. And how excited were we when she came out with a drink? Delola is a new, amazing, effortless drink to have all year long, whether you're at the pool, the beach, hanging out in the backyard. What I love about it, it takes all the effort out of making a cocktail because God knows I'm not a mixologist, okay? Because everything's already in the bottle. You just pour it over ice. How classy, how J-Lo. There's a Delola spritz for everyone. There's Paloma Rosa spritz, and that's with tequila, grapefruit, and elderflower. I love that one. I love tequila. There's a Bella Berry spritz. That's with vodka for my vodka babes. That's with berries and hibiscus. And there's l'orange, and that's with amaro, orange, and passion fruit. Very Italian. Let me tell you the most important thing. It's made with natural botanicals. It's gluten-free. It's 110 calories per serving and has less alcohol than traditional cocktails about the same as a glass of wine, which is perfect for me because I need like two and I'm good and I'm fun. Visit DeLolaLife.com to find a store near you that carries Delola and follow Delola on Instagram to learn more. Please enjoy responsibly. Now therapy for individuals is mostly destigmatized, right? Yeah. Like it's like cool now. Everyone goes to therapy. Yeah. But couples therapy yeah. still has the stigma. It's like, oh, what's wrong there? They're exactly. going, oh, you're right. And, I, and I'm also someone who believes that like you shouldn't be just going to therapy when things are wrong. Right. If you're not kind of doing that as a maintenance, yeah. like also going to therapy and talking about yeah. the success, the joy, the happiness, yeah, the yeah, good yeah. things. Like, Even though it doesn't it feel sometimes like a waste of money when you just I know. The yes, job. it you're does. Like, you're not wrong. And like, <laughs> you're I not wrong. And I was gloating the whole time. Yeah, but where? what other spaces do you talk to yourself in like a really positive right. way? 
Like, no, you're not sitting there and be like, oh, yeah, like, life is good. I am happy. My job is going well. Yeah. I love my partner. Like, yeah. Where can you say that where, like, you really feel exactly. supported unless it's somebody that's being paid to to listen to you? Don't shit on it. Wait, but I want to talk about your whole story because mm-hmm. people know you today and they might not even have a Peloton. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you love that? Are you like, I love that you're here. Like, what excites you more? Some like an audience member, a follower, somebody that comes up to you that loves you because they take your classes or because they found you online. Just think you're funny. I love that people find some sort of joy in whatever it is that I put out into the world. If it's TikTok content, if it's Peloton content, if it's my book, like I just want to infuse everything that I do with a little bit of purpose. Yeah. And so, however, you might have found me, and I gave you a good little laugh, and I brought a little joy into your life. Hopefully, yeah, I think it's it's great. I think there's a little bit more weight into Peloton members just because I've been on that journey. I just celebrated like nine years of teaching at Peloton, so it's been a, almost a decade in the making. Wow, that's I actually know. insane. I know, and so knowing that people have been on the journey with me, and how saw you as a a boy, a boy with a horrible. What? Man bun haircut when I started no. off. No, you can find the pictures online. God, I love a man so bun bad. moment. Oof. Why you cringe at it now? Oh God, it was so bad. It just wasn't. It was not cute. Wait, did you know when you got into Peloton mm-hmm. what it was going to be? No. What did you not think really. then? Honestly, was like, anybody already famous from it? And no, like- I mean Robin kind of. Robin probably had like a hundred thousand Instagram followers at the time and had written a book and like. Was kind of like the most famous of us, yeah. but I don't think anybody was like popping off the way that they are now. Yeah. No, when I started Peloton, I was just like, I was uh, coming out of being a commercial dancer, kind of tired of that, running around these streets, just trying to make a dollar. Like I worked at the box in the Lower East Side. I was cater waiting. Okay, wait, tell people what the box is. Because the, <laughs> the box, box is-, is a club in the Lower East Side that has a very interesting burlesque show. No. When I went to the box, uh-huh. somebody peed on the stage. Yes, exactly. So that's, that's an interesting. That's an interesting burlesque, burlesque show. show. So, yeah. And so it's my exactly. job, there's also topless dancers there. Yeah. My job was to stop patrons, drunk patrons, maybe not drunk, but mostly, from taking pictures of the show and or the topless girls, A, to protect the girls because like they were showing the titties. Yeah. And then B, I guess, you know, to protect the IP of the the box so people weren't stealing the ideas. So they had probably like three or four shows. Were you like security? Uh, (laughs) Essentially. I was like an elevated prettier security. Like I just was like, "Mm, no, No. sir, not no, no, thank you. Right. Put the phone down. Because even though down. men could be or whoever was on stage could be yeah. being on stage, it's uh-huh. still like a, you can't get in to the yeah, box. Yeah, it's a very no one was good. It's not a spot where someone would like punch you for being like no pictures. They'd like no, respect. I'm not. I'm too pretty to fight <laughs> <Right>? anybody, <laughs> even for whatever they were paying me okay. an hourly rate. I would if someone was to get violent yeah. or rude. Yeah, I would go get the real security. <laughs> I'm. I'm not. I'm not getting a black eye for someone's titties. Sorry, so sorry, ladies. You were working there, and then mm-hmm. did you see like an? Ad no, so thing? one of the directors there of the show had a connection to a guy that worked at Peloton, and so he sent an email knowing that that director knew Wait, performers. Wait, one of the directors of the box? One of the directors of the show. So, like, the director choreographer of the show yeah. had a connection, I think a college connection to one of the earlier employees of Peloton, and so... He, Obviously, that person knew that he knew performers. And literally, the email was like, hey, do you know any performers that would be into fitness? And so I 
worked out and I was a dancer. So he was like, hey, would you be interested in this? And I was like, yeah, why not? What was the audition like? Literally, there was no audition. I walked in, had a cute face and had a job 20 minutes later. Really? Yeah. And you didn't have to show that you could bike? No. They're like, we'll train you like next week. And it's a you, whole different company back then. It's a startup. Right, right. Did you do... Did you like cycling at that point? Did you I, like do- once in a while I would take a spin class at yeah. like the gym that I went to, but it wasn't something that I did consistently or knew how to teach. So it's like literally I had to figure it out. So you took this opportunity as like a job? Yeah, like as a job to like make some money. Yeah. But I didn't see the career yeah. that was possible probably until like a year or two into it. I think John Foley at the time was always like preaching this like, vision and i was like yeah sure girl sure girl and then like once i got into it i was like oh wait this could actually happen so i like really is that into wild it. how yeah. random things are yeah wait like growing up were you into theater like being in entertainment did you think you were going into that world yeah so i was definitely like a theater kid yeah like, i was in plays and show choir and musicals even though i can't sing ren my assistant might didn't combat that but <laughs> she she wants me to get there wait you think um, he can sing no 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 no. It, it's Aww. barely okay do not ask me to sing. i am not please you i would never denied. so i was definitely that that girl the only thing that I, the only sport i was ever good at was tetherball what's tetherball you know it's a recess game with like a pole and like a <laughs> a rope and a ball and you like and it <laughs> yeah. spins around and i was yeah. only really good at it because i was tall wait and now are you good at sports mm, sports no but like working out like yeah working out. So i'm not competitive like being competitive in a sport sounds so stupid in gym <laughs> class like i like if the poor straight boys that were in my like high school gym class yeah. and like on like when we had days that we played a sport like basketball and I was on their team, I would like purposely like do bad because they would get so angry <laughs> and like, take it so seriously. That's so no, I was cute just like being you. a little punk. That's all. That's so cute. Yeah. But you you didn't come out till later, right? Oh, like come out of the closet? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably like 19, college. Gotcha. But everyone knew. But, but oh yeah? You I mean, think? I was like, look, look at me. Like I can't hide this. <laughs> come on, babe. Because you grew up in North, North Carolina. Yeah. What's it like there growing up there? Lots of strip malls and fast food restaurants yeah. and I don't know. And you stayed there for college. Good food, great food, really? amazing food, oh, beautiful that. food, beautiful gowns, beautiful oh, food. Oh, love that. But not my place. And you stayed there for college. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. That's a choice. I tried to come up here. I did try to transfer my sophomore year. Yeah. I tried to go to Marymount Manhattan. And I also tried to go to AMDA because I was still trying to go, which is a like a design. No, it's like a musical theater school. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it's like a two-year school, and they charge you like $100,000 a semester. Oh, yeah. So glad I didn't go. I, I I applied to both, got into both. And then even when I was 19, I was like, I'm not going into $100,000 or more into debt, debt to yeah. go to school. I was like, I'm, I'm good. I'll just, yeah. I'll just stay here for a few years and, and figure finish. it out. And I'm did so you, glad I did. Did you dorm there? Were you like living in I was in the Yeah, I was in the dorm my freshman year. I have a, a great story in my book about it. And then what about your next year's? I lived with a friend off campus. Then I, my mom was kind of going through it, and I went to school in the same town that I grew up in. So I moved back in with my mom to help her with like bills and stuff. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and then in my senior year, I moved back out to like with some random. So you graduated, and when you graduated, did you immediately move? Oh to New yeah, York? I just celebrated fourteen years in New York. In New City? York, that's July seventh is my New York anniversary. Fourteen years. That happened. Yeah, just you now. celebrated it. Oh, yeah. my God. Congrats. Do you feel like a New Yorker? Absolutely. Yeah. But honey, when that 10-year mark hit, I was like, I'm a New Yorker. 
I'm like a New someone's Yorker. Someone's like, where, where are you from? I'm from New York. I'm, I'm from New York. I'm from, I mean, New York. I'm from North Carolina, but yeah. I am a New Yorker. You're a New Yorker. Yeah, I love so the city. So did you know though that you were gonna move? Like when you were in college, you yeah, were like, I yeah, can't yeah, wait yeah, to yeah. graduate. Like I'm yeah. moving out of here. Because I came here, I came here like between my the senior year of high school and freshman year of college, like yeah. on a little trip with my girlfriend, yeah, like, my my best friend Casey, and I just fell in love with the city. Yeah, yeah. So when you moved here, did you have in mind like what you wanted to do? I thought I was going to do like theater and stuff like that. Oh, like that you were going to audition. Yeah. And... But then I kind of fell in love with commercial dance. So that's like, what does that mean? Com- that's like, like stuff you'd see in like a hip hop video or a music video or TV, like backup for artists and stuff yeah. like that. So I really. Did you get I jobs was, in that? Yeah, I was always a great dancer. I think that's why I like really gravitated towards like musicals and stuff. Yeah. But then once I came here to train. I really fell in love with that aspect of it and I was good at it. So I, I danced professionally for like four or five years. Danced but isn't it isn't it like rigorous the auditioning process? Yeah, it's also just like a ton of mental games of, of bullshit. Like, I don't know. Like, like what? Like when they cut people and leave people and like yeah, that kind of I thing? I mean, like, listen, it, it's such a small world. And I think the hard part of being a dancer, an artist at, at all, is just you put so much of your self-worth in other people validating you. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't, it's no longer, and I think that's a, a big reason why I kind of left the dance world or got tired of it is because I took something that I was passionate about and was fun and then turning that into a job, you just, it, it messes with you mentally where you put so much of your self-worth and your happiness in booking work and other yeah. people validating you when there's so many other parts of the puzzle yeah. that you have no control over right that gets mixed in that you can't always separate does so that do make you sense? still dance now i mean i did dance with the stars and we've done dance cardio at peloton but no i've i've hung up my my dancing really? shoes as far as no that. but do you ever like do workout dance classes or no? no oh my god i'd love to see you dance i should i feel like me and my friend always say we should go back to the to Broadway Dance Center and take a class, but I do so do you, much working Oh, you did, you trained at Broadway Dance? Yeah, that I was, was the inter- place. Yeah, I was, a, I was an intern there in 2006. I remember getting, like, a class there then was, like, $20. Probably. And that yeah. was, like, so much. It, it's so expensive. It, and probably now it's, like, 65 Probably. No, it's Who probably, knows? like, 130 in a very long time. Wait, so tell me about doing these Peloton videos. Mm-hmm. I need to, like, I need you to set it up for mm-hmm. somebody that doesn't Peloton. Okay. You go into a studio? Yes, we have a beautiful, immaculate studio on 31st and 10th in Hudson Yards. There's a cycling studio, a tread studio, a strength studio, and a yoga studio. And obviously, I'm on the cycling team. So we have beautiful, state-of-the-art, you know, cameras in there. Got the music bumping. We're, like, going through a great class that people take at home. Some of the classes, we have members come into the studio. Oh, sometimes members come in? Yeah, it's like a live studio audience. We love it. So it's just, it's like such a great gig. How many do you do a week? Anywhere from like four to six. That is a bad. That's That's not, listen, compared to people who teach in the boutique fitness space, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's people in the city who are teaching 10 to 12 classes a week. Right. And I'm really fortunate that obviously Peloton's business is based on like scale. Like we are doing this to the masses online where people take it. And so, and we have a team of 50 instructors. So I don't need to teach. 12, 15 classes a week. Like I have the privilege to teach four to six and it still has a lot of impact and, you know, it's quality over quantity. Do you like design your own classes? Like what they're going to look like, the vibe, the music, everything? Always, yeah. Like from the playlist to the programming to the stupid shit that I say, it's all, it's all, it's all up to me. No censoring? I mean, (laughs) if you've taken my class, you'd be hard to find censoring. And and there's plenty of things that come out of my mouth. They're like, they let him say that. So, Wait, do you ever feel like because you're like 
you got so, you know, popular for being this fitness dude. Mm -hmm. Do people ever like see you drinking and they're like, wait, that's not no. like, do you feel like you have to live this like healthy no, lifestyle or like portray this? Not at all. I think what I learned over the years was trying to to fit into that box of like what everyone thinks of a fitness instructor did not work for me. Yeah. And I think so much of why people gravitate towards my class or my content is because like it's authentically me and I am a mess like I love eating shitty food. I love going out and uh, being a mess and drunk and like having fun and dancing. Like I am not perfect. I don't try to be perfect. I don't try to say that I have this super well balanced like Zen life. Like I have a life that is full of joy and messiness, but also a ton of like hard work and discipline. Like I don't believe in just trying to fit into one box. Oh, I love that. That's way more relatable than like a, so. an instructor that has. It all put together. It all put together. It seems fake to and me. it's working for you. Like if Thanks. it wasn't, like I wouldn't want to take an instructor that like something's not working. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you're can, not. You people don't, can smell bullshit. Yeah, but for you it is. So you, what's your like? Are you like eighty twenty? Like do you try to be healthy most of the time? Yeah, I think eighty twenty is a good fix. I think summer is really hard for me. Because I'm out in these streets way too often. I'm shaking my ass. I'm What's out happening in these streets, though? Dancing. <laughs> oh, like drinking. Like, drinking, like yeah. I, summer in New York is the time to have fun. Yeah. And we are in our apartments for like seven to eight months when it's cold. So like when it's hot out, my cheeks are out. Like we're having fun. We're turning up. Do you guys ever realize you're being charged for a subscription that you don't even remember? that you subscribed. First of all, we're in the subscribing era and I hate it. Remember when we used to be able to just buy a product and not subscribe and then not force ourselves to subscribe so we can get it and then try to put a reminder to cancel, but we can't remember. So let me change your freaking life. Rocket money. Okay. Rocket money is a personal finance app and it finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. They can also negotiate to lower your bills for you. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. It also lets you monitor all of your expenses in one place and recommends a budget for you based on your spending. And they'll also send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. You guys, they have like 3 million users and counting. Rocket Money customers have saved an average of $720 a year. Listen, if just for the subscription thing, you guys check out Rocket Money because it's literally a lifesaver. I couldn't believe how many subscriptions I had that I just forgot about and that I'm paying for. And you know, it adds up. It adds up. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash not skinny. That's rocketmoney.com slash not skinny. Rocketmoney.com slash not skinny. I get asked about my article code every day. And yes, people, I still have it because I know I know summer's here. I know you want to redo your outdoor space, your indoor space, your bedroom, or you just want to get a new couch or get a new dining table, new chairs, a new nightstand. I understand it. I change my ish up way too often. But that's why I love Article because they make it so easy for you. The website is so easy to use. It's not too crazy with the gazillion options. 
They have really straightforward, really chic, really modern furniture that fits either home living or it's actually really great for apartment living. Um, I had the Berard sectional couch. My mom has the the Sven. The Sven is like a really, really popular one, especially for, for an apartment. I highly recommend it. I have the Boucle bench, which is super chic. Boucle is super and right now. Okay. And I learned how to say it right. So, and they had just have amazing, amazing things. So literally if you're looking to revamp, redo, replace, whatever article is the place to go. They have affordable shipping across the US and Canada. They won't leave you waiting around. Amazing customer service. Go to article.com slash not skinny on the discount. Article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash not skinny and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash not skinny for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Wait, so you said New York is now 10 years, right? 14. 14. 14. 14 years. Yes. Do you ever get the the itch to move to like to, LA or to move? Yeah. No. no. I'm in LA enough that you get your fix. I get my fix. I mean, I'm there like once every two to three months where yeah. I'm doing work or whatever. And I love to visit LA. Great food, great weather. People are questionable that that's subjective. <laughs> and I love it. Same thing with Miami. Like go down to Miami. Miami, yeah. Go to poolside, have food, turn up, go shopping, live it up, and then go back home. It's I never have this desire to live have I don't have a desire to live anywhere else. Maybe when I'm older, somewhere international. Oh, okay. Know, like South America. I love Brazil. So like maybe, but like we'll get there when we get there. Oh my god, I love that. Have you ever lived in LA? No. Have you lived outside of New York? Well, yeah, I lived in in Israel. Oh, we were talking about Israel. You said you visited. Do you speak Hebrew? Yeah, fluently. Oh, work. Yeah. Wait, why were you there again? You said it was one of it the was first the, countries. It was the absolute first country that I visited. That's so wild. Right around the time I started Peloton, about ten years ago. Yeah. Right when I started the training process at Peloton, actually, all my friends were like, "We're gonna go for Tel Aviv Pride, which is so much fun." Oh, oh my and god! So yeah. So we spent like I think eight days there. That's so went cool. Went to like Jerusalem, Haifa, and went to the Pride. Went to Pride. Oh, so much fun. Hot guys. Hot guys. Hot women, too. Hot I'm not into too. them, but yeah. beautiful women. Yeah. Incredible food. I love that food is so important to you. Oh, my God. I notice now. Like, I love food. Food is, like, really important yeah, to you. Yeah, like, why are we missing out on that aspect No, I know. Life? Do you cook? I can cook. I just don't have the time. Does boyfriend cook? No. <laughs> so you're just ordering I in. cook more than he does. So you're ordering? Ordering. Or, like, I think the stuff that I cook is just super efficient. Like, yeah. it's, like throw something in the air fryer like a piece of salmon yeah. or chicken and yeah. like have some sort of like rice or you're not doing like a quiche you're not like a, <laughs> no baking i could if i had the time chicken. it's just like right now where my life is yeah. the time the time is not spent on cooking if things were to slow down it is something that i love to do you would want to learn not right now not right now yeah and you also bought a new house i did i did in fire island yeah it's that's always so been a dream fun. really yeah fire island is very niche by the way you guys because yeah. that's, that you know what that mm. proves your new yorker oh yeah 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 i'd agree fire island is like a hamptons vibe like kind of a summer house yeah situation for people that live in new york yeah i've never been to the the straighter parts of fire island so the pines is a very gay community oh, okay and so is cherry grove and those those two are very wait isn't gay. fire island one thing it is but there's little there's separate like communities okay. that are like along the island yeah. and the pines is historically like a gay space and ever since i went there about 
I mean, 12 years ago. Yeah. It just has it. this magic and this essence that I've always been like pulled towards. Yeah. And it's just always been a dream. And so since I had that, I like could. I did. And, and then you bought the house. Yeah. Did that, did that feel like an amazing accomplishment? Yeah. It's a dream like crystallized into Fruition. real form. Yeah. You know? and so and I just there's something about interior design and making a space that's really brings me a lot of joy. So also it's I mean, it's a lot of work, but it's also like I love it. So now living this life where you can like buy a house mm -hmm. and like do all these things that you weren't doing before. Mm -hmm. Do you pinch yourself in moments and are like, whoa, or does it all make sense? Are you like, no, nope, meant to live this life. That me. You know what? If I'm going to be real, I think something that I'm working on and continue to work on is letting in the joy and going back to that conversation of like when life is good, like go to your therapist and like celebrate those yeah. things. I think sometimes it's hard for me to to feel the successes or to feel the joy of the successes. And I'm working on letting that in and giving myself space to feel that. Yeah. I actually talk about this in my book. You know, I think growing up super poor and at times like not knowing where a meal is going to come from or not knowing where we're going to live. I always feel that any sort of success or things are going to be fleeting or taken away from me mm. at a moment's notice. So sometimes I feel like I don't feel the joy or let it in because I'm afraid of losing it. Mm. I know it's very deep. But does that also keep you grounded, you think? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. But I think it's important to like Have ground yourself and allow yourself right. to feel the good things instead yeah. of being afraid all the time. So you're working on that. Though. Working on it. I'm like enjoying the moment. Yeah. Being like, whoa, I, I did this. Yeah. And there's moments that I like sit there. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is incredible yeah. and amazing. And like I cry or I'm happy and I do it. But I know that there's a big part of me that still resists it. Yeah. How do your parents feel about your success? It's just my mom. So my dad passed when I was like very young and no, it's all good. I talk about <laughs> it in my book. Like he died when I was very young. And so like, I don't really feel like I have a connection to my dad. He just died when I was very young. It's like yeah, more of an no. idea than it is a person. Yeah. Does your so therapist that's... try to tell you that you're lying to yourself? No. Okay. No, no, she no. accepts that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like that. Are you that. trying to therapize me and say no. I'm lying about it? <laughs> no, because when I I feel my dad is not dead, but I feel the same way mm -hmm. about him. Okay. And I feel like a lot of times that's not. It's like no, she must be like fucked no. up about it, or she must be. And it's like no, I actually just don't feel a connection to it. No, I think for a long time I felt some sort of shame when I was growing up because did, I didn't. How old were you when like you four months? Like oh wow, that's before. really young. Yeah, like very young. So I think when I was younger, I felt a lot of shame towards it because you see all these people with normal families yeah. and like growing up a certain way. And then I kind of accepted. I was like, no, that's just like that was what was destined for me. Yeah, and I'm grateful that I grew up this way because it brought me to where I am. Yeah. And that more of the feelings that I had was more so the shame of comparing myself exactly. than it was of missing a person. Right. Because all you knew was just being raised by mom. Yeah. Do you have sibling? No. Only child. Only child. Yeah. Um, but my mom is, you know, she's a, a character in herself, but she's super proud and she's... Do you go out and visit her a lot? I actually, so I moved her to Brooklyn. She's like four blocks away from me. Shut up. Yeah. She's getting older and she has like mental health issues and diabetes and... You know, I just want to make sure she's Do you okay. take care of her? Yeah, essentially, you know. Wow. Yeah. How old is she? She's about to be, I think, 1954, 70 in a year. So she's 69. 69. She just turned 69. And was she down and moved to Brooklyn? Yeah. Well, first. Yeah. The, so in 2019, in October, I moved her to Nutley, New Jersey, because I was like, New York might be a little too much for us. Yeah. So it was like this little town in Jersey that's like an hour outside of New York. Yeah. 
And then that was just becoming too much of a commute. For like, you. Yeah. And even like she was there during the pandemic. So oh, I was like shit. going out there, going to shop right. At the time <laughs> I was like washing her like groceries. Oh, you know, we God. were all doing these crazy things during the pandemic. Right. Um, right. I remember but that. she's, you know, she's like a diabetic and old and I wanted to make sure she was okay. Yeah. So I didn't. That's like, amazing. Yeah. What an amazing son. Thank you. You are. Thank you. Good for you. So the new book, XOXO Cody, mm-hmm. when is it coming out? September 12th. You can pre-order now. You can pre-order it now. Yes. And so many stories because look yeah. how many times you said it's in the it's book. It's in the book. What do you want people, if you had one thing for people to take away from this book, what, like, what's the most important thing for you? I think the most important thing is to be inspired to love yourself more and to not take life seriously. Like laugh, bitch. It's, it's not that deep. Love that. Okay. A little bit of pop culture before we love. go. Okay. okay. What do you think of the whole Ariana Grande thing? <laughs> is any of this true? Oh my God. Don't be one of those. Is, I it's mean, listen. Okay. So if it is true, we'll, okay. we'll talk about Why, it. Why would you think it's PR for Wicked? I don't know. No. Like, I, so like, I will say that this SpongeBob boy <laughs> is not out of the realm of like, boys that she would date like she doesn't have right, a great track right. record You're let's be honest everyone being like mediocre right. look, that looks mediocre right, right. and for I mean, her being like of, hot i don't it's so weird when you get into because we're so trained already to not judge people how they look right and then all of a sudden ariana grande dates <laughs> like this rando and yeah. we're all like but he's you know and then we start being kind of mean like and it's like wait we haven't <sighs> been kind of discussing people's looks for a while and now we're kind of back at it being like how is she dating spongebob but like okay but here's the thing like yes we shouldn't be judging people like but it's like straight men and like we can dog on straight <laughs> men for a little bit that's okay we're they're okay. fine okay. you know like they're fine i like, love that they've love been that. judging women for quite some time like let's dish it back i out. accept you know yeah like so you're right i'm tired <laughs> of seeing busted ass men with hot girls i'm tired of it ladies stop what stop so, settling but you said something very true ariana has a pattern. Has a pattern of choosing mediocre men. Yeah. Also, someone you wouldn't think she would date, like Pete yes. Davidson. Even though he, yeah. she was a Pete Davidson pioneer. S- she probably yeah. She she was the first of many. She was the first of many. I, People thought it was weird. Then she was defending. Remember, she defended his eyes. Yeah. She, I, he's kind of like. But you know what? Like, I will say this about Pete Davidson. He's ugly, but like <laughs> ugly, like ugly hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's hot. I get it. Yeah, he's I hot. See it, I yeah, see it. It's that. not like SpongeBob. It's not the no, same situation. But like whatever. Like, uh, what I said, you guys, was <laughs> SpongeBob. when SpongeBob. his wife, Lily J, mm-hmm. sent him off, her friends were probably like, oh my God, aren't you nervous? Like he's going to be with Ariana. And she was probably like, no. No, she's married. And also, no, I married him for a reason mm-hmm. to not be nervous. <laughs> but we don't know if any of this is true. But we're just it's saying so if true. it is true. If it's it is so- true. No, how about I tell you this, Cody? I'm okay. A culture queen. Okay. It's true. Okay. Because right. I know it. Okay. Okay. Right. Fair. So it's true. Fair. Okay. And you think it's wild? I think it's wild. I also just like, I want to be like kind to Ariana, but at the same time, like, baby, when you got married after meeting some guy like six months in, like, we knew that wasn't gonna last. <laughs> no, it, you didn't see babies Some, from Dalton. No, I'm just like it's kind of like when your friends make dumb decisions and you like know it's not gonna work. You just gotta let your friends do dumb shit. You just gotta be like, hey, girl, okay, I think this is a horrible idea, yeah. but here you go. And yeah, she kind of has a little bit of a pattern with that. Yeah, she like, has a pattern. Marrying the real estate agent after six months of knowing yeah. him. Yeah, and now like sleeping with your co-star. Yeah, directly after a breakup. Babe, was it even? Is it no, not directly after a breakup? No. Okay, all right. Well, it was, it's during. It's during. Oh, it's like a whole cheating thing. Oh yeah. my god. Okay, well, 
That's cute. Okay. Harry Styles. Okay. Are what you, about him? Like, do you feel him hard? No. Really? No, I don't. Tell I, me. There's not, I'm not anti-Harry Styles. He's just, like, not on my radar. Really? I don't get not it. Not on your list. Like, he, he's not hot to me. What? He's, I'm not saying he's not hot. He's just not hot to me. Yeah. So I'm. I. I he does he's nothing not for me. Type. Not at all. And how do you feel about him? Like with the flag? Like do you, some people? Yeah. Oh, oh, like is he gay baiting? Yeah. I don't. I don't really care about that. Like. Yeah. I think. I don't think he's gay baiting. And like more straight men, or I don't know. Is he straight? I don't. That's think. what people don't know. But the thing is, with he's me, it's straight, like... but he's probably sucked a dick. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And that's fine. I and, that's fine. I, and I think there's tons of straight men. That have sucked a no, dick. No, but you know what bothers me, though? And that's you're okay. Gonna, like, I love that he's an ally. I think that's so yeah. important. But I think, like, we know of all the famous women you've dated. So uh -huh. give us one That man. is true. That's what, Well, so does he gonna... talk publicly about no. the famous so... women that he dates either? No. But like, okay. Okay. So that's fair. Wow, you are... I get your vibe, Cody. I get I'm your vibe. When it comes like... to pop culture, you ear on, like, the side of, like, what we're shown... Yeah, like, I don't like to make you're not or like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna talk about a conspiracy, then I'm gonna say like, hey, I'm talking about this in a conspiracy kind of way. Yeah. So don't take what yeah. I say with a grain of salt. You're this right. is not fact. But this I'm is just what like, I've heard on the internet. If he's seen with Olivia Wilde and he's seen with Emrata and he mm -hmm. was seen with Kendall and he was seen mm -hmm. with all these people, but he was never somehow seen. Do you get what I mean? Sometimes celebrities are seen. They well, know they're maybe. You get what I mean? Maybe he hasn't had. A romantic connection with a man. Oh, but he has had. But sexual, like you know, has probably. been in, has been in a steam room and like you know <laughs> had a little fun. I love that. That's true. Okay, but funny, like interesting to know that he's not your people. That I don't know, he, he doesn't do anything for me musically, looks wise. Yeah, like, I mean, music. The girls that love him agree. love him. It's not for me. Can we all agree? Like, huh. it's not where it's at. It was not deserving of album of the year. <laughs> Renaissance Beyonce was once again. Oh, okay. So that's uh, almost our next, next chapter. Question. You okay. know, what do you watch? I've been watching a lot of. I know this is weird, but like Project Runway, it's you very have? Like, and and Drag Race. Yeah, really. Yeah, I love like a competition show like uh -huh. that. I love Drag Race. I used to watch Project Runway. I I know. I stopped ago. for a long time, and it, then all of a sudden I picked it back up. Yeah. Oh, okay. But Bravo, not really. Not really. Okay. I used to love like Housewives of Atlanta, but like that's I haven't watched it in years. You gave up. Gave up. Watch the new New York. Okay, we will. It just started with so Jenna Lyons in, and her yeah, new yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, so I'm saying icon. So I feel like you could get into it because it just started. Okay. Last question: Taylor Swift or Beyonce? <laughs> wow, you didn't do your research. Um, Wait, I know, I know that you're a oh, big okay. Beyonce fan. Beyonce. Everyone tries go, to get me with Taylor to, Swift. How many times did you go to Renaissance? Uh, twice. I just you, went on Saturday, and I went in Paris. Oh and my it, god! It, it is. The most incredible so concert promo. that you will ever see in your life. It is curated so well. It is performed so well. Like it is it's like seeing a historical moment. I'm not I'm not exaggerating. Uh, I just it's so good. Do you dance to Beyonce? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the parts of the tour that I did know. I, oh, you I didn't? Did. Oh, you I would know. dance in the aisle. Oh, you know, like. Well, we did we did do a Beyonce dance cardio class at Peloton with yeah. Beyonce's like choreographer and her dancers, oh, cool. uh, Ashley and Hannah, and so we we did like formation, we did diva. So like oh. I remembered some of the choreography, and, and it's the real choreography. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, so I know it was fun. some of like Britney's choreography. Of course, same. Yeah, I love same. it. Okay, well, Cody, thank you for coming on. Thanks for so uh, having for your me. Book to come out. Yes, please. Anybody listening, pre-order. You pre know, pre-order. Give give your girl a a listen or a read, and I'd appreciate it. Yay. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.